Hey, aspiring authors. So do you sometimes have a hard time figuring out where to start your story? Like you have an idea what the beginning events of the story are, but you end up rewriting the beginning a whole bunch of times because you're just not sure exactly what scene to start with, you know, what the character should be doing, what you should include, or maybe I should start after that, or maybe I should start before that. And it's just really hard to figure out where to start your story. Well, we all know what an inciting incident is, so I'm going to talk today in this quick tip about a couple of ways, a couple of things you need to take into account to nail down your inciting incident and where specifically your story is going to start, okay? So if that's something that you have ever had trouble with, stay tuned and we're going to talk about it. Hi there. Do you want to write fiction that readers gush about, but you can't figure out how to fill in the beginning, middle, or end of your story? I can help with that. Do you struggle to flesh out character or plot or to stick with your story long enough to finish it? I can help with that. Once your book is written, are you totally clueless about marketing? Do you find yourself Googling how to market a book or how to make money on fiction? I can help with that. Welcome to the Prolific Author Podcast. You know you're meant to write fiction, but you can't seem to nail down the skills or processes that make it simple and repeatable, not to mention fun. So you wait around for the muse to show up, try to force your story into a template or outline, or take months, if not years, to discover your story. Plot twist, there's a better way. Hi, I'm Liesl, USA Today bestselling author, story psychologist, writing craft geek, Christian, and story clarity coach. After 10 years of trying to master fiction using the old industry standard writing advice, I still felt lost. I finally learned what fictional storytelling and the human template are really about. Humanity, emotional connection, and serving our readers by giving them relief through vicarious experience. Imagine learning how to flesh out your characters, plot, world, and theme with such definition and clarity that every story you ever write lands with readers and makes people go, wow, now there's an author. Imagine knowing how to drill down to the heart of your story to learn what it's really about and tell the unique story that only you can tell so that you can get more readers, more downloads, more royalties, and of course, more fiction writing success. This is the podcast for you. We are prolific authors. Okay, so I remember back when I was writing um, what ended up becoming my first published book, Persistence of Vision, which is a dystopian fantasy. Um, I rewrote the beginning so many times. I mean, so many times. And specifically that first chapter. And part of it was that at the time I kept going to, you know, writers conferences and getting advice from other writers about how you have to hook the reader on that first page in that first paragraph, you know, the first scene and how important that is. And it, it truly is. So a lot of it was that it was me really obsessing about how to do that first chapter and really hook the reader. But the other part, as I look back in hindsight, is that I didn't really know where my story needed to begin. I knew what most of the story was, I knew who the characters were, I knew what the big events were going to be, but I was having a hard time nailing down the beginning of a story. And I've done this with several of my stories. Sometimes, you know, you feel like you need to start it when the character is a child, even if most of the story takes place when they're an adult, because we, we feel like the reader needs that backstory. And other times we're just trying to figure out what the opening scene should be, right? I'm about to say something that's probably going to feel a little bit contradictory, and maybe it is, but <laughs> welcome to writing fiction, right? So here's the thing. On the one hand, there's not one end-all, be-all scene that you absolutely have to use to start your story. Um, it's going to 
vary from story to story, from author to author, because of course, I don't have to tell you this, your story is going to be unique, right? So it would be incorrect for any other author or me or any book coach or anybody to say, this is where your story needs to start. Okay, only you are gonna be able to figure that out. But on the flip side, I do believe that there is a very specific way that you can figure out where your unique story needs to start. And in that sense, there is sort of a, a specific place for it to start. <laughs> okay, so again, I know that sounds a little contradictory, but just what I mean is that, you know, nobody can come in and tell you where your story needs to start or exactly what to write in that scene. I mean, there are not inciting incident police out there that I know of um, that are going to do that. But based on the story that you have written and the characters you have created, there are things that, shall we say, need to be included in that first scene. No matter what is happening externally there, there are things that you can include so that you know that you're starting your story in the right place for your story, for that character and that story, that set of events that you're trying to tell the audience about, okay? So here's the thing. Some people think that there's not one particular place to start a story, that you could start it at multiple points and be successful. And that is kind of what I said a little bit. Um, but I think when people say that, they're actually kind of going about it the wrong way. They're saying, start your story wherever you want and it doesn't matter. And I, I don't believe that that is true. Um, you, you do need to be mindful of what you're putting into your inciting incident and what is going on at the start of your story, which I will get to in a minute. Um, and then on the flip side, some people think you can start anywhere and it doesn't matter, right? So some people think there are multiple starting points. Other people think there is exactly one and you have to get it right. And really, all of these things are a little bit incorrect, okay? You do need to, like I said, be aware of what's going on at the beginning of your story so that you're starting it correctly. But I don't think that that is always going to boil down to one exact moment in time either. It's really just about the way that you craft it and making sure that you're putting the right elements into the beginning of the story, okay? So let's get into the things you need to consider in order to craft your inciting incident and the beginning of your story. Really, there's two things that I would look at. There is the internal and the external. I'm sure you're shocked since those are the two things I talk about the most, but don't worry, I'll get into more detail. So internally, I'm always talking about the character transformation, right? How does the character change? So this is why I would always recommend that you kind of plan the end of your story before you go back and plan the beginning, because at least to a certain extent, you're not gonna know where to start your story if you don't know where it's going to end up. And I, I recognize that not everybody outlines that way, but even if you're a pantser, you know, even if you are gonna start out pantsing your story and go all the way through it, once you get to the end, and you have the ending nailed down or written or however it is you go about crafting your story, at that point, you need to go back to the beginning and make sure that the two ends of your story, the beginning and the end, are compatible. And what I mean by that is to a certain extent, they need to mirror one another, but we also need to see a 180 degree difference in the character, right? So if we use an example for this, um, I tried to come up with different examples since I use the same five or six all the time. Uh, I thought about Titanic, the movie, the James Cameron movie, right? Got Kate Winslet as Rose. Now, internally, the transformation she goes through is to become independent, to break free from what society and her family wants her to be, right? Now, you wouldn't say that this problem that she's having, this misguided belief that she needs to be someone she's not started at the beginning of 
the show, right? It didn't start when she boarded the Titanic. It started when she was a little girl. This is something she's been going through her entire life. So it's not a matter of when the misguided belief started for the character. It's a matter of when her transformation to something different started, okay? So really what we're looking for for the inciting incident is the catalyst for how they're going to change, right? So she's gonna change from trying to be the person everyone wants her to be to being the person she really is and being independent and being okay with being more free-spirited than that. But the catalyst for that change is meeting Jack and that doesn't happen until she boards the Titanic. So in terms of your inciting incident, when you're trying to figure this out, it needs to be whenever the change begins for the character, right? Because you're, the whole point of your story is that they are on a journey that's going to change them in some way. That is what your internal character transformation is. And the story needs to start when whatever events happen that are going to kick off that change, that are going to lead to that change, okay? So something's going to be different in the character's world that is going to put them on a path that will force them to change, okay? So that's number one. You need to look at the internal, what is their change going to be, and when does that change kick off? What event is going to start to force them down that path toward that change? That's the beginning of your story. Now, the second thing you can look at that I always take into account is, of course, the external, meaning the plot events. Whatever happens in your climactic moment is going to affect when your story begins. Now, much like I said with the internal, that doesn't mean that the villain and whatever evil forces they're up against or you know whatever kind of story you're telling, that doesn't mean that it has to have first started at the beginning of your story. Chances are it's been in motion for a long time. But what you're really looking for is when something that is already in motion crosses paths with your protagonist. So, okay, I'm gonna use an, <laughs> I'll do a couple of um, examples here, but I'm gonna use an old one. If we look at Lord of the Rings, Clearly, Sauron was not born right when Frodo's story started, okay? Neither was Smeagol slash Gollum, okay? These plans, these characters had been in play for a long time, for decades, if not millennia, right? But Frodo's story kicks off when the ring crosses paths with him, when he is thrown into the pathway of something that is already in motion and his journey begins, okay? So another um, example I thought of here was Rocky Three. You know, I love the Rocky movies. And kind of the same thing. Rocky Three is one of, in my opinion, is the best installment of the Rocky series. And there's a lot of reasons for that that we could go into. I, I use it as an example a lot because it's such a well-told story. Okay, it's just crafted perfectly, beautifully, and that's what makes it so good. Um, but in that case, Rocky was already the heavyweight champion of the world, okay? He starts out at a place of strength because he has already won that title. We also see that there's uh, his opponent. In this case, he's not evil. This is a boxing match, so it's just his opponent who's trying to take the title from him, Clever Lane. He has been training and watching Rocky and trying to get a fight with him so that he can try to take that title with him from him for a long time. So it's not something that just starts all of a sudden here. It's been something that's been going on for a while. But the movie starts when Rocky and Clubber Lane actually cross paths and Rocky becomes aware of this guy and that he's trying to challenge him. Before that, you know, all of Rocky's people had been keeping this guy away from him, so he didn't even know who he was, right? So that's when the story starts, okay? So you gotta look at what's gonna happen in the climactic moment. In the case of Rocky, 
He's going to fight Clubber Lane. He is going to win. Sorry, spoilers. That movie's been out for 35 years, so it's your own fault if you haven't watched it. But we have to move backward from there and say, okay, whatever was happening is going to happen in the climactic moment. And I'm talking about plot events here. We already talked about the internal transformation. But plot-wise, whatever is going to happen in that climactic moment, we can figure out the beginning because it's when your protagonist first crosses paths with whatever antagonistic force they're going to be up against in the climactic moment, okay? So it's going to be Rocky versus Clubber Lane in that climactic moment of Rocky III. So the story's going to begin when they first cross paths. You know, of course, it's going to be Frodo versus Sauron in Lord of the Rings. So the story starts when he first crosses paths. Of course, it's not physically with Sauron, but with the ring, which is the symbol of Sauron, okay, when it first comes into his life. Now, it's actually much simpler if we're talking about something like a romance novel. Obviously, the climactic moment is going to be the two lovers coming together and getting their happily ever after. So the story is going to start when they first cross paths, when they first see each other, know one another, know of one another, okay? So it's I'm probably making it sound more complicated than it needs to be, and it's really going to depend on your genre and what type of story you're telling. But this is how you figure out where your story starts. It needs to be based on the internal, the point at which the catalyst happens that's going to force your character to change, and on the external, the time in which whoever your character is facing off with in the climax, when they first cross paths with them or become aware of them, and that is what pushes them into this new adventure, this new journey they're on that's going to change them, okay? So here is what you can do for your current work in progress if you're having a hard time figuring out where the beginning is, or even if you're not, maybe it's something you should look at and just make sure that you've crossed all your T's and dotted all your I's, right? Figure out what the character transformation is going to be in, the, in or around the climactic moment, and then just kind of reverse engineer from there and figure out what is going to be the catalyst that sets the character on the path toward that change. That is where your story needs to begin. Okay, and the second thing you can check, of course, is the events of the climactic moment. Okay, who or whatever your character is facing off against, whatever the antagonist is, you know, that they are going to be facing down in that moment. The story needs to start when they first cross paths with this villain or antagonistic force of some kind. Okay, so it doesn't even need to be that they're going to be face to face at the beginning, but they come to a knowledge of this, you know, this person or this force, or it starts to affect them in some way in their world. That is going to be where your story starts. So in that sense, the beginning of your story and the end of your story, the climactic moment, they really do need to be kind of simpatico in this way. They do need to mirror one another to a certain extent, but they need to complement each other in that it's the very obvious beginning and ending of that journey for the character. Okay? Okay, so that is your quick tip for today, and I hope that it was helpful to you. Before you go, if you want my help with this, if you want my help on more than this, if you want my eyeballs on your story to help you figure out the elements of your unique story, remember that I do offer Master Storyteller Coaching. Okay, it's a way to leave writer's block behind forever, to start, write, and finish your story with clarity and confidence. And if you sign up for even just one hour of coaching with me, I will get you started on that. And it will we will especially focus on getting your overarching story theme down, because once you get that down, everything else falls into place so much more easily, okay? Either way, you'll walk away with principles you can use to write every story that you ever want to tell again, that's ever pounding on the inside of your skull, demanding to be let out. And I can promise you that you'll never get blocked again, because it's not that you won't 
you know, have a, a time when you're tripping over what's going to happen in your story next, but I just give you the tools to work through that so that it never stops you from moving forward ever again, okay? So if you're ready to get serious about writing your fiction and finishing story after story like a pro, then head to bit.ly forward slash story theme, which I will also uh, link in the show notes, um, and you can book an hour of coaching with me so that I can help you figure these things out, okay? So do yourself a favor, free yourself from doubt and writer's block while understanding your story in a deeper and more thorough way than you ever thought possible, okay? I have limited spots this month, but there are still a few open if you want to head over and check it out. All right, everyone have a wonderful week of writing and get around to figuring out those inciting incidents and the starts of your story so that you can kick off your character's journey and wow your readers with the most amazing book ever written because we all know that's what we're out to do all right guys see you next week same time same place bye for now before you go if you found value in this episode can you do me a solid and share it with other authors you think might benefit from it remember the rising tide lifts all boats also if you haven't yet would you be willing to leave me a review on apple podcasts It's the only way for me to know that you're enjoying the podcast and it helps Apple recommend it to other authors like you who might benefit from it. Finally, if you haven't already, hop over and join the Prolific Author community on Facebook. Inside, authors network, ask questions, and I often do teaching via Facebook Lives. Thank you so much for listening today. Happy story crafting this week. And remember, there is always a market for awesome.